Hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Stump Mike up post IPL match special and uh, we weren't planning on doing one today but uh, there are two reasons why we are here uh, I'm Karthik Ayer and I've got with me Gaurav Sundaraman and Shreya Shah on this podcast we are talking after the Chennai Super Kings versus Delhi Capitals match and the two reasons why we are here is a Chennai have problems and b I was looking at the schedule Gaurav and I realized it is almost a week until Chennai's next game so I, I was like we probably won't get an opportunity to talk about CSK on stump mic for a week so here we are uh they do have problems don't they for the start that's good they're not playing for the week uh, <laughs> I think uh, yeah something like this had to happen and has to happen also to uh, any team they haven't lost uh, two out of the first three since 2012 so that shows that how important it is for them to start and uh, yeah i think uh, like doni has actually nailed the exact problem in the post match uh, press conference he exactly said that the batsmen are very uh, rusty they're not playing properly there's nobody to really uh, get the innings going you know it used to be watson but apart from watson there isn't anybody really hitting the ball well and um, i guess that's what they need to reflect upon in the next one week so uh, yeah but delhi are a playoff team according to me so losing to a playoff team is still okay uh, uh, but losing to rajasthan who are not potentially a playoff team at the beginning of the tournament is is going to uh, affect them so but they've beaten mumbai so it's kind of okay at this point in time looks like the ipl is going to be pretty close but yes uh, uh, you need to make sure your the gap between your wins and losses are not too much so shreyas let's get the first thing out of the way for csk uh in the first two games i mean all the talk was around dhoni and his batting position i think he has soothed a lot of nerves today by coming out at number 6 i don't think any after the fall of wicket any entrance has been more anticipated since probably sachin at vankade in 2013 the the next person who will come out and so he's come out at number 6 he's probably going to take keep that position but csk like uh, gorav mentioned have have big issues at the top and Gaurav mentioned MS Dhoni's post-match presentation, and we were just watching it. And to quote him, they are lacking a bit of steam at the top there with Shane Watson, and in particular, probably Murli Vijay. Yeah, the thing is that how much can you blame them though? Um, this this IPL is a very unique IPL. They weren't planning to play in the UAE, and so the team which they had uh, was the one which, which which would suit them in Chennai pitches. And so now they've been given this situation, and they're trying to make the best out of it. And that's really what the honest truth here is. that said uh, what's really important here to understand is how important ambati raidu is for the team uh, just that his him not being there uh, the balance is goes off off kilter to be honest and um, that is what is causing a lot of trouble but what they also need as dhoni said is a bit of momentum whether that is sam karan coming in as a pinch hitter or even throwing up deepak chahar as a pinch hitter uh, just to maybe get a 15 run over uh, out of the way or a 12 run over out of the way even a 12 run over is honestly a blessing for them the way they sometimes bat in the top 10 and so they're missing those kind of things but the really good thing for them is they're not playing for 7 days which means ambati raidu is 99% going to be back uh, into the team which is going to solve a lot of issues because rituraj gaikwad has he is a very sexy batsman but he has looked a bit off color here uh maybe it's nerves uh, one stumping one run out uh and so yeah, right, very shaky start right to his uh, to his csk career but it happens it happens but so so what i was going to say is raidu's going to make a whole lot of difference to the team again once he's back but also as the as the tournament progresses uh, as the pitches get more and more tired what's going to happen is this csk team will then really hit the 
hit their straps. Uh, those pitches will be the kind which they like to play on. The ones will they'll be more successful on where people like Faf and all will dominate even more. Raidu will as well. So it's fine. I mean, it's not the end of the world losing two games in a row. In the back, they just need to finish the front half of the league stage in a decent manner. And I think the batting they have, they will surprise teams in the back end. So, Shreyas mentioned pinch hitters. Gaurav, you're the one who suggested Ravindra Jadeja at number three, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, on one of the podcasts we were doing. Do you still stand by that? And that seems to be making more and more sense as as these games are going along. Yeah, I think you need to innovate a little bit. And we saw glimpses of that in the first game. But I'm surprised he's not stuck to that, uh, especially in a game today when you had Amit Mishra and Aksar Patel bowling. Um, uh, and the fact is, look, when you actually look at all the three matches, uh, Jadeja did not get too many balls. Sam Curran got two good chances, but today he did not get enough balls. So, they, uh, like Dhoni did mention, there is a debate whether they need to play six bowlers or whether to play five bowlers and seven batsmen. And they are playing a batsman uh, heavy because you, you, you're seeing how Vijay is playing. Vijay is really not... Uh, in any kind of form. He's been out of touch for the last two years, I, I would say. Uh, he's not really done well in any format. So, I think they have to move away from uh, uh, Vijay. And as Shesh said, the moment Raidu comes back, he goes up uh, and everybody... Does moves. he open? Yeah. Right. Uh, he opens or half opens. Uh, but the thing is, they all move one spot open, uh, one spot above. And uh, uh, and then you play an extra bowler. You play, give that cushion to maybe a Shardul Thakur or... Uh, I don't know, a lot of people on Twitter seem to be talking about Imran Tahir has to play and stuff. Uh, I still don't know how I'm going to fit him in this uh, lineup. So maybe he comes in in the second half. But uh, yes, so uh, there are a lot of small, small things they need to do. But somehow, you know, uh, being a fan of CSK and watching them play, there's still that faith that Dhoni knows what he's doing. And uh, I'm sure he'll figure out some uh, solution. And look, Bravo is not even uh, played. So... Maybe the combination will uh, click uh, come October 2nd. So we've, we've heard this. We've heard this. Dhoni knows what he's doing. And I'm going to hold you to that. Simply because uh, when we say that he knows what he's doing, it usually sounds like there has been a clear plan probably since the start of the game or have they, they've come up with something brilliant during the game. What I'm getting after all these matches is that there is a certain sense of hesitancy from his part, particularly because... He spoke extremely honestly after the previous match where he said that he is just not the batter that he once was. He's played two games in, what is it, 18 months. He can't be expected to come there and chase down a target of 206, which is which is extremely fair. But that, that is not the Dhoni that 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 we imagine, that that the fans picture. That there seems to be a certain Yeah, it, it's it doesn't seem like the CSK of old. So I'll be wary by saying that. Uh, we, have, we have known them to do extremely well previously and they will continue it this time around. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Dhoni is a bowler's captain. Okay, uh, He he loves uh, captaining a good bowling unit or even if it's not a great bowling unit, he knows how to captain bowlers who kind of follow instructions. And the other thing is CSK have played three matches in three different venues. One game in Abu Dhabi, one game in Sharjah, one game in Dubai, which is... I wouldn't call it a very ideal start because you don't know what to expect in these pitches. And it, it, if you see the game against Rajasthan also, they pulled it back extremely well in spite of that brilliant start by Sanju Samson. Piyush Chavla's last two overs, I think, went for nine runs, if I remember right. So uh, even today, for that matter, they pulled it back after uh, uh, in the second half of the game. So uh, what Dhoni needs to know, which he's very good in Chepok, is he knows, knows the line, length, speed exactly to bowl. 
and these venues are slightly new and it's taking it's like three away games for them and you go back and look at their ipl record they usually do good enough at home maybe lose a game or so two maximum and win two away so now here it's like they're playing all 14 games away so he needs uh, some kind of continuity and i'm confident that the moment you start playing on the same uh, grounds again if they play the next two three games in dubai or abu dhabi uh, he'll have a better picture of what to do and at the toss he said the dew will play a big role in the post match he said there was no dew and it was the wicket really slowed up so yeah so things change yeah gorav is confident shreshth are you equally so but i know this is dhoni i know this is csk but are you as confident as gorav is that they can turn this around Absolutely, in the back end of the tournament, uh, guys like Raidu, Faf, if, even if they persist with Vijay, these guys will actually do really well on those slightly more slower pitches where the average score might drop by by fifteen twenty runs, and that would be ideal for them. And um, yeah, you have to wait for those periods. Uh, you you might see Jadeja coming into the uh, game more because he won't be dropped by Dhoni this easily, even if he's gone for forty runs in three overs uh, in the last three games each. so these guys will come into the picture more and more as the tournament goes on and when those pitches come these this csk team will be much better than many of these hard hitting teams which currently exist in the ipl so then you spoke about jadeja is it a cause for concern though because i think one of our shiv uh, shiva from our stats team in fact put it out on during the match that he is the first spinner to concede 40 plus runs in three successive ipl games it's i mean it you're right when you say that dhoni is not going to drop him shresh but it surely is a cause for concern that he's not able to keep the control that he always had yeah going at 10 runs per over when uh, as a spinner when uh, the teams are scoring at 8 and a half uh, is a cause for concern uh, but he i think he just needs to focus more on his pace i think he was bowling a bit too fast and um, that sometimes helps the batsman in these sort of big big grounds to put him away uh he needs to slow it down so the batsmen manufacture their own pace with the bat and uh, so they they need to work work on that and i'm sure jadeja is a smart character he is going to figure those out and uh, he's he, he's a guy who loves winning matches as well and uh, he'll find a solution to to get the better of this it is an issue uh, but you know these guys are playing against top batsmen top order batsmen it's not like he was bowling to lower middle order batsmen so on, you can get hit and you, you can be excused for that Dhoni said that uh, there would be a lot of match simulation happening during this week. Gaurav, take us through what CSK exactly need to work on in this one week off that they have. Which are the main problem areas? Yeah, so uh, remember the, just before the uh, IPL started, uh, I did mention I think in the preview piece which we wrote for ESPN Cricket Info that the depth of each squad is going to be tested in this IPL. and if people have injuries you need to have the right balance we've seen kings 11 punjab and delhi show glimpses of that uh, kings 11 was not injured not a forced change but a strategic change whereas for delhi it was more of a forced change and they've got in the right like you have a good replacement for ashwin in amit mishra whereas csk i'm not saying that a replacement for raina and harbhajan would solve the problem because there aren't any really great replacements available uh, domestic replacements available so i think dhoni would have taken that into context that you know you're not going to get the like for like replacement for the raina or harbhajan so late so he's not gone for that so the depth of the squad is a bit worrying for me uh, in terms of the uh, like lungi with hazelwood is a great uh, like for like replacement i think hazelwood has really impressed uh, everybody today so that's going to stay but for the batting positions which is a problem you have rituraj who doesn't seem to be uh, in 
in his a game and also he just recovered from covid so maybe his body is still not uh, fully okay and then you have jagdishan who is a wicketkeeper batsman who again is not the name you want as a potential replacement for raina and stuff so i think raidu uh, the moment once raidu and bravo and i really keen to see how bravo does because he kind of solves a lot of issues in terms of depth bowling in terms of even scoring those quick runs so how does dhoni try to fit in bravo and maybe even imran tahir into the squad do you bring in uh, uh, do you drop a fast bowler i don't know that combination seems a bit um, uh, tricky so i think starting october 2nd the first thing they need to do is come as close as possible to the 11 they would like to play towards the end of the tournament so whether it's going to be a bravo santner tahir Murli Vijay, Raidu, whoever it is, they need to fix those 11 players with the odd change. So that is one thing and they have to have the sixth bowler. I really feel they need that sixth bowler and uh, you can't always go in a game with five bowlers. So just imagine if Josh Hazelwood had a uh, hamstring like what uh, what happened to Mitchell Marsh or an ankle issue uh, while bowling. And then who bowls just the uh, remaining overs? It's only Kedar Jadav. and for some reason dhoni never bowls kedar jada for csk so i'm worried about the depth so they need a clear plan which is why i think six bowlers and that six bowler could be even shardul takur or karan sharma anybody but they need that six bowler so that is going to be the focus and i am fairly confident they would start doing that from uh, october 2nd okay you all both you all both are still not casting aside murli vijay and i'm going to go back to what shreesh said that it's probably not his fault why shouldn't he be held more accountable though he is an experienced cricketer like gaurav mentioned he hasn't played very well for two years now and these performances these these are not someone who is who seems to also be trying to find some form you know what i mean he just seems like it it has the magic of murli vijay has disappeared somewhere and it's not going to come back somewhere in the uae during an ipl season it's a difficult one do you don't want to uh, blame him too much uh, because he knows that uh, after fab there's only rutraj and if dhoni doesn't bat there's probably semi batsmen like jadeja and karan to follow and and so i suppose the idea what they're trying to do is play out the uh, power plays without much trouble even if the score is six six and a half that's fine and it all works fine if you last more than 20 25 balls you're going to pick up maybe and score 35 at the end of the day but but when you start off so slowly and you get out midway through that performance then that's what really hurts your team but then he also knows he also knows what who the options are uh, jagdishan is a top order batsman but um, i i still back uh, murli vijay with the experience which he has to to come good but also the watson question watson's been okay uh, he's he's definitely below his personal averages his below his personal performances and uh, watson is almost as much to blame as vijay is um, you cannot um, give let let watson off that easily either I think I don't know if I was ex- not explicit enough, but I think Vijay has to go. And I did mention that uh, two years um, uh, he's been really bad form, and I'm very confident the moment Raidu comes in, Vijay goes out. Raidu comes in, Rituraj goes out, and they play the sixth bowler. So that would be uh, the change they do. Uh, so Vijay will definitely go out because his uh, his even in the field he's been a very lackluster, and he just doesn't have the intent uh, in the first six overs. So. um I, i'll be very surprised if vijay continues to play 
Okay, so that's that's that. Yeah, that was extremely clear, Gaurav. No, because I the only reason I went back to Vijay is because you said that they may still consider giving Vijay a chance. Which you're right. In fact, that CSK would still consider Vijay because he's part of the squad. But according to you, definitely Vijay needs to be out of the side once somebody Raidu is fit and firing. Also, listener, the next time CSK play, Gaurav mentioned Dwayne Bravo. He is also likely to be fit and uh, available for selection on October 2nd. So we leave CSK there. We'll definitely come back to them on Stump Mike and everywhere else on ESPN Cricket Info after a week's time when they're back in action. But Trish, let's move to the Delhi Capitals. They have been impressive, haven't they? They've been near flawless, actually. Um, Shreyas Ayer is a young captain, so uh, it's not easy for him. But the, sometimes the advantage of being a young captain is you are likely to absorb your seniors' uh, words more. And when you have guys like Ricky Ponting and even Mohammed Kef there, he's going to sit and listen to what these guys are saying. And he's going to listen to their experience and not sort of uh, try to use his. Of course, he's going to use his own brains as well. But having those those things help. And, um, you know, I mean, Ricky Ponting's won how many World Cups? Uh, three World Cups, right? So, uh, yeah, two World Cups as a captain. So, so when you have that guy in your team, uh, you, you're, you're going to do well. You're going to have the winning mentality. You're going to learn about how to bypass the difficult situations. And, you know, today they didn't do so well in the back 10. They, only, they scored less than what they scored in the first 10. And even in the first 10, they started quite slowly in the first five or six overs. So they've just managed to do uh, get through the difficult periods, not lose their head around the difficult situations. And uh, as Dhoni used to say earlier, the team which panics last uh, wins the game and um, that, that's been that's been Ayer's motto I think yeah and yesterday Gaurav on the podcast when we did it after Kings 11 beating RCB I think I mentioned that Kings seemed to be the most impressive side so far in 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 this season of course they had lost their their first match but I thought I, I mean I think a lot of people thought that that's a, that's a super over that should never have been won. They should have won it before as well. But today, after looking at Delhi, I'm like, yeah, if, if Kings Eleven are the form side, Delhi are equally so. Yeah, and Delhi, uh, they're the playoff team and they're um, one of the favourites, uh, according to me. Now, because they have a good balance. If you look at their top six, they have three left-handers and three right-handers. For a start, that's a good balance. Then they have good depth. They have good replacements. You, lo- you lose a number one uh, finger spinner, almost like uh, in our Ashwin, uh, India's number one uh, finger spinner. And still, um, they get Amit Mishra to do that. They have Aksar Patel there as a left-arm option. If they want to play an overseas spinner, they can always play Sandeep Lamichane if required. And you have two 140-plus uh, bowlers in uh, Nokia and uh, Kahiso Rabada. So, they have their bases covered and these venues seem to be suiting their style of play. And that's what matters. Both are um, bowlers who bowl very quick in the air and that's very hard for players to hit through the line in these big venues. You saw that today with Dhoni and Jadav and Faf. Most of these players struggling to hit Rabada and Nokia. So, they have a very good balance and... Um, I would like to wait to see them play in Sharjah, though. Uh, that is uh, one venue where I would like to see all the teams to see how they play. And again, now they all have the advantage of uh, knowing how CSK and RR went. So I'm sure they'll come up with a lot of strategies. But Delhi have a lot of their bases covered. And we saw Hetmeyer coming in at three the first game. Today, we didn't even see Hetmeyer. Stoin is actually bad. So uh, they have Alex Carey. So very, very impressive. And they've, they've got two and two. So they effectively need to win five of the next, uh, what, 12. And that looks a lot more easier, right? So uh, uh, yeah, they're a, a top, top team this, uh, this season. Okay, you mentioned Sharjah. And I'm going to change track a bit. So answer this. Chris Gale for Kings Eleven at Sharjah. Yes or no? 
Yes. Just absolutely. I mean, um, his mis- too small. his miss hits are gonna fly for sixes. <laughs> so absolutely, like when he when he, when he, when he miss hits, uh, either the ball goes a mile in the air and somebody gets under it, or it's taken just at the deep and in charge. Of- are you thinking of Hetmeyer when you're saying that getting under the ball and dropping it? Because <laughs> the poor chap had a bad day today. He had one good catch. He had mm. one good catch, mm. and then he had one bad one. And uh, you know, we know the the ring of fire uh, in in Dubai causes some issues. And um, it, it's he learned he learned. It seems to be. I mean, more than the ring of fire. Now, the, a lot of fielders, or at least the commentators, are making it sound like the fielders are affected by the LED screens that are that are there. I'm not too sure. Even Dhoni wasn't very sure at the first match. But to be fair to him, he's a wicket keeper. Uh, one, one, one more question, Gaurav, and I'll come to you first with this. I'll get Shreyas's opinion as well. Okay, what is this winning the toss and? Chasing and fielding first. I mean, this has not worked this entire week. Uh, so, before the tournament, uh, in one of Ashwin's YouTube videos, he did mention clearly that on one day there's a lot of dew and another day it's bone dry and there's no dew. So, I think even the players have no clue and they just don't want to risk bowling uh, with the wet ball and it's uh, failing time and again. And uh, uh, I still think though teams will continue to chase because it's always easier. And if you see, I think two games, uh, we had uh, over 25 run, uh, 20th over. And that kind of changed uh, the target uh, very uh, to something which is approachable, to something which went way beyond reach. So there have been instances where the chasing team has not really done uh, well. But if you ask me if the trend will change, I think it will still take some more time, maybe another few matches before which teams start uh, looking to... Uh, bat first, but this dew is, uh, I don't know, we need to ask our uh, experts in ESPN Quick Info about how such a big impact the dew makes because every captain seems to be giving that as the reason to actually um, uh, win the toss and choose to field. So, yeah, even even today, when Dhoni in his post match, the first thing he said was there was no dew. So, depending so much on a weather, um, what do you call on something on, a, on something which you have no control over, uh, especially dew. Uh, I guess it's a big deal. I guess if if you have due, I, I guess the game is lost. So maybe they just don't want to give themselves that uh, chance. So Shresh, uh, I mean, we have mentioned about about chasing, and uh, is it only is it a very journalistic thing to just talk about scoreboard pressure? Do these players not feel it, or do they not see the value in putting runs on the board? <laughs> I mean, I, I we don't play professional cricket, so I'm not gonna half too much about it but i think it comes on why uh, teams chasing are not doing that well here is because of the grounds stuff like that uh, lots of lots of games are being played on here and we've seen in pitches like in delhi and in hyderabad back home that uh, it's it gets difficult uh, scoring runs as the evening progresses and these pitches are getting tired more and more and um, in the early on when the sun is still out there the, the deck is still a bit hard and the, you're getting a, a lot of bounce and you can make make use of it but as the game progresses, the 30th over, 31st over of the game, uh, it, it, it's, it's definitely not easy. You could see that people of the caliber of Faf Duplessis uh, seem to be mistiming shots all the time. And uh, we saw even, even guys like Shreya Sayer not being able to, not being able to hit as, as sweetly as they usually hit. And yeah, it is scoreboard pressure naturally. I mean, if you get some, somewhere above the pass score of 160, 170, and your uh, opening partnership uh, is batting at five and a half or six per over, uh, it's only bound to go downhill. And that is what's been happening. 
Okay, Shresh, considering we have you here, we can't let you go without talking about the Kolkata Knight Riders. They lost their first game. They're going to play tomorrow, in fact, against the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Give us your initial thoughts about, about KKR and what can we expect from them over the weekend? I think that bowling, they thought that all their issues were sorted, but then Cummins did not come to the party. And I think if Cummins does come to the party the way they expect him to do, uh, the team will be served quite well. Uh, naturally, he conceded over 50 runs the other day. So, minus 15 runs and that's a chaseable total in in a sense uh, what KKR would might have to chase. Dinesh Karthik at number 3 was a really interesting one. I personally would have liked him a bit later in the innings. Although, I'm sure he, he does a wonderful job wherever, wherever he bats. But uh, having Nitish Rana at 3 and then having a sort of a movable feast as the middle order works better for them. And they might want to do that. Uh, Sunil Narayan, I'll still let him continue against Mumbai he has a particularly bad uh, record and which is what happened the other day but uh, but I guess against the bowlers who are slightly more slower in SRH uh, like Bhuvaneshwar and maybe Sandeep Sharma as well uh, Narayan could still uh, cause a lot of damage but about that SRH game I'm just curious do you think Rashid Khan has sort of lost his fizz Uh, I I don't think I think uh, even though they, they're not giving wickets to him, but it's not like he's going for 45-50 runs. So, he still bowls at 7, 7.5 runs and over, which is still good. And it's still, uh, um, it's almost a 17-over game or 18-over. It used to be a 16-over game with Rashid and maybe now it's gone up to 17 or 18. I still think he's economical and uh, people do play him out. So, I want to see maybe two, three games where he is constantly uh, goes for over 35-40 runs and does not take wickets and that's when we start to think that people have figured him out I think they're still playing him out because they're worried so um, uh, yeah that's we have to wait and see how Rashid does against uh, KKR but I think Sunrisers have more problems than KKR for sure uh, considering that they're so dependent on David Warner and uh, Johnny Bastow Okay, Gaurav, I'll leave the final word with you. We have KKR versus SRH on Saturday and Rajasthan versus Kings Eleven on Sunday. Which match are you the most excited for? Obviously, the RR versus Kings Eleven. It's in Sharjah. You have Joss Butler, you have Steven Smith, you have Sanju Samson, you have Chris Gale, which I am hoping that he plays. Uh, and you have Puran, you have Maxwell. Wow, that's going and to be a record. Oh, yeah, and KL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to break record for sixes and... Uh, let the hype begin and we'll have a damn squib with one team being 85 all out or something. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, but that's a game which I'm looking forward to a lot. And um, yeah, I think that's going to be a high-scoring uh, thriller. Okay. Shreshd, Gaurav, I love doing podcasts where you all come set in your themes. I like love the purple wall behind Shreshd. I love the yellow sofa that Gaurav is sitting on. Thank you so much for coming on Stump Mike, our post-match IPR special. We'll obviously, we'll see you both very soon.